I'd like to begin this episode by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I'd also like to extend this respect to any First Nations, Torres Strait Islander and Maori peoples listening. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Alison. I hope you've had a good start to your week and that you got home safely on Saturday. Um, I just wanted to send you a message and say a massive thank you um, for Saturday and, um, yeah, just for making me feel so welcome as the only only bloke in the room, only bloke in the program. Um, And I really, really enjoyed our chat. And I feel like there's so many more good chats to come. And just also really wanted to thank you for um, you being you, um, just holding the frequency that you're holding and what you've created and the choices you've made the last few years is really holding space for me to have the same level of courage and commitment to this path. And yeah, just want you to know that your presence is, uh, has been so powerful for me just from afar as well. So sending you lots of love. Hope you have a great week. Dearest you, I'll never forget how sick I felt in the days leading up to resigning from what was then my dream job. At least it was until it wasn't. It was budget season, so each publisher in the business was responsible for delivering their team structure and growth plan for the upcoming financial year. And we were essentially making our pitch for more headcount or increased marketing spend, tech needs and all of the rest. We were about four meetings into my business unit and I knew I was running out of time to do the thing I wanted to do, but I knew that once I did it, there was no going back. And that was to resign and to take myself out of the team plan. I had done the thing that my boss taught me to do very early on, which was to always have a succession plan in place. She was more than ready and I was more than done, but then was I? What if this feeling of professional unfulfillment and misalignment was just a phase? What if this idea I had to start a podcast was actually ridiculous and not only would no one listen to it, but that everyone would laugh behind my back? I remember when I shared with some peers and colleagues that I was thinking about moving on to start this podcast and also really just to create space for a role that felt more aligned to my evolving values. I can't tell you how many people asked if I was serious and also if I was okay. You know, magazines at that time, they were closing left and right and digital which was the medium that I'd firmed up a very strong reputation in, was seen as the saviour. 
senior roles were pretty hard to come by in what was still a pretty immature market. And I was arguably, just ask me, working on the best brands, on global women's brands. You've got the job everyone wants. Why would you leave it? Your next step is general manager. If you step out now, you'll never get back in. And the list goes on. But I knew. And because I knew, I couldn't unknow. I tried, of course. I tried so hard to forget what I'd realized and to suppress those daily feelings of underwhelm and stagnation and dissatisfaction. And in the end, it felt like I was just pretending to be someone I no longer identified as internally. And that daily kind of deceit, it started to feel quite painful So the next, and as it turns out, the final planning meeting I had with my boss, I presented an org chart that didn't have me on it. It was this real moment of like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I've done it. And to my complete surprise, he agreed with me. (laughs) He said, it felt like the right time and that he believed I was ready for a new challenge and to explore what's next. Here's me sitting there like, what? You're not going to fight for your shiny award-winning publisher, the one who stays back most nights until 8pm, the one who never causes a fuss or asks for too much, The one whose daily mission is literally to make your life easier and also to make you proud of me. So the lesson I learned is that his response is actually the hallmark of a very great leader. Someone who recognizes that you've become motivated by the wrong things, that you're ready for a new challenge and offers you their support, even when delivering that support might hurt initially, like it did for me. So that was that. I'd done it. I'd spoken my truth and ended the most, really the most rewarding and up until that point, career-defining professional season of my life. I no longer felt sick Now I just felt scared. The other lesson that was embedded in that experience that I've mentored into hundreds of times since is that our boss's reaction might surprise us. When I'm supporting someone out of a job, which weirdly has become something I do quite a lot, find we very rarely hold space for the outcome that I had. We spend months and sometimes years not doing the thing, the thing being resigning, because we are certain that the reaction is going to be bad or we're going to let our boss down or the business down. 
it's this real sense of martyrdom, but I think not in the traditional sense. It seems to be this conditioned response to suppress our own needs and desires in favour of protecting the perception of us. You know, that we're reliable, that we don't cause trouble, and that we're quote-unquote easy to manage or lead. So this is especially true for high performers. When we think about moving in the direction of what feels true for us, the mind reacts with the worst case scenario, and then the body retracts, the will dissipates. We then find ourselves in this loop of building courage and momentum to do it, and then right as we're coming towards the peak, which is taking that intentional action to leave the job we know is no longer serving us, we retreat back to what we know, back to what feels comfortable and safe, and importantly, keeps the view our boss or the business has of us exactly where it is. We deny ourselves of evolutionary change because we don't want to risk all that we've worked so hard to achieve in that one moment of truth-telling. So when I was thinking about the shape of this episode, I actually asked a new colleague of mine, she's someone that I employ on a contract basis to support offline with content marketing, I asked her what her experience of leaping out of her job into doing her own thing was like. She said, and I quote, I had this intense feeling of stagnation, so intense that it stopped me from dreaming about what else I was capable of. I was numb from so many years of not challenging myself and instead doing what felt safe over and over and over again. So you see, hers was different. Her inaction wasn't about protecting a relationship or a perception of her. It was due really to a block. She felt like she'd lost contact with that inner creativity and resourcefulness, the part of her that dreams and conceives and takes action to create. This, in my experience, can feel like we're shut off from ourselves, like we can't access our intuition, or if we can, we're not getting a clear read on it. But it's actually nature's creative impulse that we have lost our signal into. The very thing that is always and has always guided us towards what is meant for us. So nature, the universe, source, consciousness, God, however you choose to label it or relate to it, it has a plan for us. On our darker days, this truth I think it can feel very idealistic and almost too esoteric, like something that sounds really nice to say, but it's difficult to believe because we feel forgotten 
or that somehow we've been left behind. But I want to offer you some comfort today. I want to share with you that you are on purpose. Your existence was intended. You are a deliberate act of creation and at the most expressed level, your human life isn't actually for or about individual small self you. This is big. A human life is in service to the highest self, the big self, nature, the universe, source, consciousness itself. So we are each one unique expression of the one whole consciousness, which means you are the universe. You just might not have realized it yet. And why would the universe choose to create you if it had no purpose for you? No, 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 no. We exist for the universe's fulfillment and enjoyment and ever-increasing sophistication. So the universe matures through our very existence and its one true hope for us is that we'll co-create an evolutionary, dynamic and purposeful existence with it. So our life is a collaboration with the source of what we are And the way we liberate ourselves from the suffering that comes with believing we are separate from the whole is through this act of co-creation. We are consciousness in manifest form, which makes heaven the human experience because we can see and feel and smell and think and act and know what we are on a deeper level. This unification of self and our belief that our existence is on purpose and in service to the evolution of all things is very powerful and it's a huge privilege. So what do we do with this privilege? If we believe that the purpose of us is to give the universe a fulfilling experience of itself, and we do that by embracing our uniqueness and playing out our individual role in the evolution of all things, how does that change the way we think about where we're primarily dwelling, how we're using our gifts, and how we're spending our time? Well, what was true for me and so many people I've mentored is we begin to see our entire life as an act of service. And this often, but not always, includes our work. When we take root in the true purpose of this human life, we experience what I call the professional exhale. Should we do one together? We are no longer seeking 
a sense of fulfillment through our work because we understand that we are the fulfillment we seek and our work is simply and beautifully a productive outlet for our gifts and our skills and our individual energy and our transmission. Our work is one way we can meet the needs of the time and play out our role in the evolution of all things. And of course, it's also one through way to creating a relevant amount of economic wealth and even status, if that's relevant for us in this lifetime. Put more simply, we feel less pressure to succeed, which is the senior title, the salary, the status that buys us the houses, the holidays and the cars. We feel less pressure to acquire all these things because we recognize that knowing what we really are really is the pinnacle of success. And if what I'm sharing right now has landed in your body and you are nodding, then I am bloody pleased to tell you that you've done the damn thing. Realizing what you really are is enlightenment. When we ground into the point of it all, like we are right now, it's really common to start questioning how using our gifts and skills to serve the needs of the time can coexist with or in our current culture of work. Another deep breath. I want you to know that I've spent five years developing strategies and scripts, more supportive schedules, boundary setting and values work, all of this trying to crack the code for my clients and mentees. And I'm arriving here kind of sad to say that I just don't think it's productive for us anymore. For so long, we've been galvanized around this idea of changing the system from the inside out. We've tasked ourselves with being these pristine and conscious role models for the new era of work, and we've been vocal with what needs to change in order for everyone to feel more whole and expressed and well, most especially our carers, our primary caregivers, our community leaders, and those belonging to underrepresented communities and groups. And yet we find ourselves in more or less the same situation as our parents did and their parents did. A culture of work that asks us to choose between our desire to live a full expressed present service-led life and a quote-unquote stable income. The corporate workplace, I think it had a very real shot on the back of the pandemic but the majority of businesses have now reverted to, we could say pre-pandemic, but I'm going to say prehistoric times, rolling out these mandates for bums on seats and for working hours to return to what must be the old normal. And here we must give our collective condolences to the new normal. (laughs) We really wish it could have been new. 
So I'm here now offering an invitation to be part of the new way, the new era of work, which is the era of regenerative entrepreneurship. This is a call-in for anyone who has been thinking about or wanting to leap out of their job to start a business monetizing their expertise. It's also for the people who have done the very brave and courageous leaping and have realized that they need deeper support and structure and strategy now that they're on the other side. I've said it before, but please indulge me to say it again. Goodbye, girl boss. The new era of entrepreneurship, it's here and it's service-led, it's life-giving, and it's seasonal. We are not here to work more than we live or to be contained to this rigid nine-to-five schedule that leaves us very little free time to explore other parts of ourselves or to be present for the people we love the most. We know we are here to experience everything our one big life has to offer, to evolve our soul, and in doing that, play our role in the evolution of all things. We are these cyclical beings living seasonal lives. And we're ready for our work to follow suit. So I'm so thrilled to introduce you to serve. It is my new 12-week business incubator for service-led entrepreneurs. So this is the soon-to-be practitioners, teachers, coaches, mentors, consultants, advisors, creatives, service providers of all kinds, and also those established entrepreneurs who need that deeper support to build a profitable business that can comfortably and consistently pay them what they're worth. I'm taking everything, literally, that I've learned in the last five years that I've spent thoughtfully scaling this beautiful business And I'm distilling it into a 12-week program that I'm going to be teaching live from late January to early April. So I'm going to teach you the step-by-step process to creating a relevant, culturally aware, spiritually intelligent brand and a profitable business that can meet you in the season that you're in. I want you to know that you can do it. You can work for yourself with a strategy that is custom fit to you, with a high mindset, with clean energy, with conscious community, and importantly, with accountability, anyone can. As I've been building Serve in preparation to offer it to you, I've been reflecting deeply on what I actually did when I decided to leave the old way behind in search of a softer, more spacious and service-led professional existence. 
I set out to have these honest conversations about true self. But what I was really doing was reclaiming. When I decided to go out on my own, I reclaimed my right to experience a rich and seasonal existence. When I decided to go out on my own, I reclaimed my deservingness of a cyclically aware schedule that not only respects my actual cycle, but also my creative cycles. When I decided to go out on my own, I reclaimed the autonomy to say yes to the projects and clients who are a yes in my body and no to the ones that just aren't a fit for what I have to give or how I am uniquely designed to give it. When I decided to go out on my own, I reclaimed my desire to work in an environment that respects my individual energy and protects my nervous system. When I decided to go out on my own, I reclaimed the freedom to evolve my service in line with the need of the time, not when someone else deemed me to be ready or worthy. When I decided to go out on my own, I reclaimed my preference to be with the people I love in the moments they need me the most. Like my terminally ill mum and my newborn baby. To be there for them without having to worry about how that preference might be perceived. And finally, when I decided to go out on my own, I reclaimed my presence on behalf of my daughter. I no longer had to choose between being with her and earning a stable income. I deserved all of this and you do too. We all do. So I've shared the Serve 12-week program and inclusions with some of my friends and some past colleagues for feedback. And the main piece of feedback I'm getting is that it's too much value for the investment. (laughs) And I want you to know that it's a warm smile and nod from me when I hear this. I know this program is generous and That's on purpose. Serve is over $30,000 worth of business, brand, content, marketing, and financial strategy for exactly 11.5% of the cost. It's $3,500 to be exact. So why? Why so much value? The reason is I am yet to meet an emerging or even an established entrepreneur who can comfortably invest $30,000 up front in what is essentially still an idea, what is essentially still a hope, a dream. My Serve Business Incubator exists at the price it does to make starting your own service-based business feel less risky. 
to make going out on your own and playing your role in the evolution of all things in a way that feels less taxing on your nervous system, a more easeful experience. And most importantly, if we're going to start a whole new era of entrepreneurship, which we are, by the way, there's going to need to be a lot of us. (laughs) So I'm going to link the enrollment page in the show notes. I don't want to spend too much time giving you an overview here, but I did want to give you a snapshot of what myself and a small selection of guest mentors will be guiding you through if you choose to join me over 12 soft and supportive, but also highly strategic weeks. So there's a weekly live masterclass and this is, everything's recorded. There is business, brand, content, marketing, and financial strategy templates. These, in my opinion, are the gold. These are the templates that I use with private clients and that I use within my own business. There's functional profit and revenue forecasting sheets. So we're really going to be leaning into our numbers, evolving beyond those beliefs that we're no good with numbers or we're no good in spreadsheets. And we're going to get some financial leadership to ensure that you build a profitable business that can pay you what you're worth from the very beginning. There's also additional masterclasses with a branding expert, a social impact specialist, really important that we find a purpose for our profit, a financial leader, and also a mindset mentor who I've worked with personally and had an incredible amount of success, big, big energy transformation. You'll also get access to the Serve Community Circle. This is where we really connect with each other. We also learn from other conscious service providers who are out on their way doing the same thing that you want to be doing, which is creating a business that can meet you in the season you're in. And you'll also get access to the Serve Foundations Library. And this includes my recommended reading list, replays of past offline wisdom sessions across topics like rewilding, becoming an energetic match for what we're desiring, creating through source energy, and so much more. So in short... Serve is literally everything I wish I had access to five years ago. Another way to say this is serve is what I've personally spent hundreds of thousands of dollars figuring out for myself. And now I'm offering it to you so that you don't have to do the same. It's just not necessary for it to take five years or for us to be alone in this leaping and landing. So you know my content marketing colleague that I mentioned earlier. She also shared a very valuable reflection that speaks directly to a key principle I'll be teaching into within Serve. And this is the importance of becoming the energetic condition for that which we are calling in for ourselves. She said one of the most powerful things she did on her journey to building her own service-based business is actually seeing her business 
as a business, not this side hustle or this little thing that she's doing on the side. And she's right. We aren't leaping out of our jobs to do this little thing. We're leaping to land in a professional reality that not only supports us to live that more full and express life, but that serves a need we are sensing in the broader collective. It's a very big deal. And she added that if we're not looking at it as a business, then we'll never think that what we're doing is worthy of a world-class business strategy or a compelling brand identity or even a revenue forecast. So I really valued this. It made me think a lot about collapsing time as well. When we invest in the right support, we're actually saving money in the end. And I feel like if I can say this, I am my proof point here. (laughs) Like if I'd invested in the kind of support I'm offering through Serve, I would have shaved years off my journey to profitability and now paying myself the same salary I was on when I left my job five years ago. But instead, I did the thing so many people do. And if you're thinking about leaping out of your job or you already have to monetize your expertise, I feel like you're likely going to be doing these things too. And that is spending a lot of time and energy bookmarking like hundreds of posts by these self-proclaimed social media or marketing gurus, downloading like so many eBooks, <laughs> you know, those $5 eBooks, those $7 eBooks, and then getting landed in these really pushy and overwhelming email marketing funnels I'm also building this kind of inbox full of links to replays to free webinars that I signed up for but never attended. You know, it's it's the Googling our way through. And so Serve is really, it's really my response to this. It's the things I now know is absolutely required to build a purpose-driven and profitable service-based business, which is energy, clean, cleaning up the energy. It's mindset. So what it means to be high-minded. It's strategy. Yes, we need one. (laughs) It's also conscious community, how we can feel held and supported in space with like-minded entrepreneurs. And I think probably most importantly, it's the accountability. You know, we can be high-performing inside businesses, we can be so productive, but when it comes to doing our own thing and applying ourselves to the necessary steps to make that happen, we're not exempt from needing something and someone to show up to, to say, here's, here's the next step. And now I'm counting on you to do it. So 12 weeks inside serve, the idea is that you'll be ready to do the damn thing. In fact, you can actually build it on the go as we're learning it. 
So I feel like it's really exciting to think that 2024 could not only be the year that you do it, that you leap out of the job and start offering your services within a service-based business, but it could also be the year that you replace the income you're on while at the same time gaining the freedom and that flexibility and that sense of choice, you know, that so many of us are desiring. So enrollments to join Serve are officially open and they don't close until mid-January. So you've got lots of time. And I wanted to give you that because I know that even though the value is incredible, it's still an edgy investment for many of us. So I wanted to make sure that even the enrollment period felt spacious and supportive for you to really have a deep think about where you're placing your money, what you're funding, and how that ladders up to the highest vision you hold for your one big life. I've set up either a painful option or you can pay in three monthly installments. So it's either $3,500 paid in full or it's three installments of $1,180. I wanted to share with you, there's an extra $40 on the payment installment option and that is only to cover the additional payment processing fees. I'm a really big believer in not penalizing anyone who might not be in the privileged position to have the full amount ready to invest. So just a little note from me. As always, you can write to me to explore a scholarship. Serve scholarships exist to ensure that anyone that's experiencing financial hardship has a pathway to not only financial stability, but financial independence through monetizing their expertise. Priority is given to Black, Indigenous, people of colour and people with a disability. But I do invite you to write to me. My email address is support at getoffline.co. And if you can't make it to the weekly masterclass, I want you to know that as always, all sessions are recorded and they'll be made available within 24 hours. The program spans a very dynamic and supportive 12 weeks, and anyone who joins will have access to the learning portal, all of the strategic templates and the replays for an entire year. So we do the program from late January till early April, but then you've got all of 2024 to be with this knowledge, to be with the advice, with the strategy. I want to make sure that, of course, it meets you in the season that you're in. So a very, very quick rundown of the masterclasses, and then I'm going to let you go. So I'm going to start by defining our version of true self-success, and we're going to learn about what is regenerative entrepreneurship. Then we're going to define the need that you'll be meeting. Then we're going to write your business strategy. It's exciting. 
We're then going to learn about intentional accounting and bookkeeping. Even if we think we hate it, we're going to do it. We're going to do the hard thing. Then we're going to write your brand strategy. We're going to write your brand identity brief. Then we're going to develop and price your services and offerings. We're going to learn how to evolve beyond limiting beliefs about what we can earn. Then it's into forecasting your revenue and setting your financial milestones. Then we're going to write a social impact plan to ensure that you have a purpose for your profit. Then it's marketing strategy. And then I'm going to teach you how to develop a very simple content system for social media to take all the icks out of self-promotion. And then finally, we're going to close serve by writing an intentional action plan. And this ensures that you feel really clear and directional with the next steps you need to take. So I told you, I'm teaching all of it. I'm not holding back. I hope you say yes. I hope you say yes. You can visit www.getoffline.co forward slash serve. Hope to see you inside. Hey, beautiful Alison. Tonight, I can't make the closing circle as my partner just finished his apprenticeship of a couple of years today. So we're going to be celebrating tonight. But I thought a little video would enable you to feel it in the board, as you would say, Um, I've been getting quite emotional the last couple of days reflecting on our time together and again talking to Emma on Monday I was holding back the tears because this last season has been the most transformational amazing experience of my life. I have really felt a strong returning to who I am I think I can't really put into words what this is, but it is so profound and it's been a bit of a bumpy, bumpy road. And to sit here now at the end of this season and be able to say this is just so beautiful and I am so grateful. You have literally cracked me open in the best way possible. Because of you, I am a better teacher. I am a better partner, a better friend, daughter, sister. To know that you and your beautiful community are always in my corner has enabled me to really step step into my own, to make some amazing decisions and open myself to some really exceptional opportunities. I love you so much and I love your community so much and I'm really so proud of myself as well. Um, Yeah, I'm really proud and I'm so thankful to share this life and this space and time along someone so divine. You are an absolute force and we are all so, so lucky. Thank you, Alison, for all that you do and all that you are.
Hi. I just drove to work digesting everything that you so beautifully came back to me with. Thank you. I have been in a trance, so supported by nature, that whole drive to work, I was just like, this thing was just coming alive in my mind. And I have like, <laughs> post-it notes and notes and journal bits and everything. And even the fucking traffic lights, like the support from nature was uncanny. I had this idea and I was like, oh, I've got to write this down. And then the light would go red and I'd quickly doodle it down. Like it was just, feels so true. And thank you for giving me the guidance. And I think the permission slip to pull at the threads of me and what my existence has been and share them with others. I think that's it. I have so much more to say on this, but I just wanted to capture it in the moment because fuck, this is exciting. This is awesome. Again, Thank you so much. Mwah. Much love. You're doing God's work and it's a pleasure to be in orbit with you.